Hello, I'm Andrea Wade, the host of Brand Gems, the podcast where I highlight a person, brand, or organization and discuss the key elements that contributed to their success. I'm a marketing strategist, brand architect, and an MBA who likes a little Fast Company and Forbes mixed in with her Netflix binges. I'm also a consultant who enjoys discovering those rare nuggets that make a business unique. Listen to Brand Gems for ideas to leverage in your personal and professional endeavors. Now let's begin the treasure hunt. Hello, and thank you for tuning into Brand Gems. Today's episode is about decisions, decisions and the long game. And the case study we're going to talk about the person is LeBron James. But to be fair, it's not just about LeBron James, because if you're talking about LeBron James, a conversation isn't complete if it doesn't also include mention of his partners, Maverick Carter. Rich Paul, and Randy Mims. You might be wondering why I'm doing an episode on LeBron James, but I've been following his career for 20 years. Usually those who don't go to college aren't necessarily looked to for inspiration. Aside from the occasional entrepreneur, athlete, or entertainer, we don't hear many stories about the high school graduate building a multi-million dollar company while still pursuing their day job. Let me take you back a little bit. I remember the hype around James coming out of high school and into the draft. I didn't follow high school basketball, but I did follow college and pro basketball. I was also interested in working in sports and with athletes at the time. A friend connected me to a woman who had connections to different basketball players, and she was also connected to the Goodwin brothers, two sports agents who at the time were representing James in the draft. She wanted to work with the Goodwins to help them at the draft. And she pulled me in to help her. I don't remember how or what we pitched, but that is when I started paying attention to James and all the hype around him. The year was 2003. Now, I'm an L.A. girl. I'm from Los Angeles. So I had been through this type of hype before when a kid named Kobe came straight from high school into the pros. So James goes on to become a phenomenal basketball player. Oh, and I never went to the draft. That's another story for another podcast episode, but I was still following him. So he goes on to become a phenomenal basketball player. Of course, we all know this, but he has also demonstrated that he is a savvy businessman, someone who's focused on the long game. Playing professional basketball is demanding enough, but James knows that this won't last forever. So he makes decisions that give him options as he approaches retirement from the game. Now, when James entered the draft, the minimum age was 19, but he was 18. An exception was made for him. The NBA had a hardship clause in place, which allowed players who were financially independent from their families to enter the draft before they turned 19. This rule was intended to help players who were in difficult financial situations and needed to start earning a salary as soon as possible was also meant to prevent players from being exploited by agents or other third parties who might encourage them to turn pro before they were ready. So James met the requirements of the hardship rule by showing that he was financially independent from his family and that entering the draft would be in his best interest. He was somehow able to prove that he had been earning a significant income through endorsement deals and other business ventures and that he would be able to support himself and his family without relying on a salary from the NBA. Now, it is worth noting that this hardship rule was removed from the NBA rule book in 2006, three years after LeBron was drafted. 
and the NBA and the National Basketball Players Association agreed to a new agreement, which which changed that eligibility rule. So I pointed that out just to show that even from the very beginning, he was very business minded um, and or, or at least was put in the position of being that person, kind of the breadwinner for his family at the age of 18. James also tells the story of being 17 years old, still living in the hood, when he was offered a $10 million check from Reebok on the spot if he never talked to Nike or Adidas. Now, for someone who was in the position he was in, that was a lot of money. But he even says he has no idea why he didn't accept that check, but something told him not to. A key decision. Again, he recognized then that he was someone that was thinking about the long game. And a year later, James would get drafted number one and also secure a $90 million deal with Nike before even playing a day in the NBA. And he appeared on the cover of Sports Illustrated before graduating high school. James is drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And after a few years of playing, he starts to make the type of decisions that will have a major impact on the trajectory of his career beyond the basketball court. I mentioned earlier his strong friendships with Maverick Carter, Rich Paul, and Randy Mims. In 2006, James fires his agents and they establish a firm, LRMR, for LeBron, Randy, Maverick, and Rich to approach sports marketing in a different way. They're young but serious, and they make sure they have key advisors to help them navigate. Instead of selling endorsements, they want partnerships. From the start, they were about relationships and, of course, the long game, rather than immediate cash and payoff. Carter had great vision and saw tremendous potential in James. He was confident the company could achieve the objective of turning James into a global icon and to help him to become basketball's first billionaire. One of their first tests would come with the opportunity to enter video gaming. James had offers from Electronic Arts, 2K Games, and Microsoft Xbox Live. Electronic Arts offered James a two-year deal with a fixed payment of $700,000 over the life of the contract to be the face of EA's NBA Live game. NBA 2K offered a two-year $650,000 contract plus revenue sharing incentives worth another $1.5 million. Microsoft Xbox, on the other hand, offered a base payment of $250,000 and up to 20% of profits to make any video game. Didn't have to be a basketball game, just any electronic game with James's name. Ultimately, James and Carter chose Microsoft, settling on a comprehensive but more traditional endorsement deal to pitch multiple products. And then in 2013, James signed on to grace the cover of NBA 2K's 2014 game at what we can assume was a much higher rate than he was offered in 2008. So even this example shows that, again, they were thinking of the long game. The tagline for their company was more than an athlete, and that has been and still is their driving mission. In 2010, James would make another decision that would be talked about worldwide. And in an ESPN special called The Decision, he announced that he was taking his talents to the Miami Heat. 
it was a radical act for who was arguably the best player in the game to build a super team with other stars in hopes of winning a championship. His hometown, Cleveland, they weren't happy. And it made James one of the biggest villain in sports. Over time, however, viewed from the perspective of the future or the long game, that night looks very different. It signaled the beginning of a new era in professional sports, one in which athletes have leveraged their value in order to take greater control of their careers. James's decision yielded the intended results. He played for Miami from 2010 to 2014. During that time, he won two NBA championships. Then he goes back to Cleveland 2014 to 2018 and gets Cleveland their first NBA championship. And then from 2018 to the present, he goes to the Lakers and wins an NBA championship with the Lakers in 2020. James' success in business continues all all along this time. And then in 2018, he faces a comment from Fox News host Laura Ingram. She criticizes James for his political activism and basically tells him to shut up and dribble instead of speaking out on political issues. The comment comes after James has spoken out against President Trump and expressed his support for Colin Kaepernick, the former NFL player who kneeled during the national anthem to protest racial justice. James responds to Ingram's comments in an interview with ESPN saying, I will not just shut up and dribble. I mean too much to society. I mean too much to the youth. I mean too much to so many kids that feel like they don't have a way out. It's really a symbol of the first time we're seeing James be so public in terms of where he stands on issues outside of sports. And while all this is going on in his day job, remember he also has the business side of things. So in 2004, shortly after he enters the NBA, James launches the LeBron James Family Foundation, 2004. In 2008, he launches Spring Hill Entertainment, his entertainment company, his production company. In 2014, he launches Uninterrupted, his digital media company. Oh, I forgot to say in 2012, he invests in Blaze Pizza. That required him to end his relationship with McDonald's so that he could take more of an active role and, you know, wouldn't be seen as, um, as, a, as, as a conflict of interest. He also invested in the Liverpool Football Club in 2011, and I'm sure there are several other investments and in, in things that we, we just don't know about. But this is where his, his partners, again, where they, they come into play. Remember, he has the, the team of Maverick Carter, Rich Paul, and Randy Mims, who are keeping the business side of things going along. As of 2022, James is the first active NBA player to become a billionaire. He used his day job to fund his other investments. He may have said it before then, and eight years later, he achieves his goal. As far as Spring Hill Company, which is the umbrella to three other companies, Spring Hill Entertainment, the production company, the robot company, 
which is an integrated marketing agency, and Uninterrupted, the digital platform for athletes to tell their stories. Spring Hill Company sold a stake, which put the company valuation at $725 million. James also launched More Than a Vote in response to the 2020 political climate. More Than a Vote seeks to stop voter suppression and to encourage Black voters who otherwise might not have participated. James has also poured millions into his native Ohio, helping to underwrite college tuition for low-income students to attend the University of Akron, and even opened his own school in the city for children in the third through eighth grade. James's model is a blueprint for empowering young professional athletes to leverage who they are, their names, and their recognition. With his partners, he's been focused on building businesses instead of just taking money for endorsements. He is building. When James started his company with his three friends, he took a lot of slack from people who thought it was a stupid decision, from those who just underestimated them all. It wasn't about giving his friends a shot. This group of friends had the skills, instincts, and intellect to make major things happen. So what's next? So James, who is now in his late 30s, he will retire at some point. And if you listen to Carter, and you should, James will likely be acting, investing, and owning an NBA, football, or other sports team in the near future. There are several brand gems in this episode, so let me summarize them. Brand gem number one. Think about the long game. When you're deciding on that job, on voting, on spending or saving, remember what your end goal is and put the plans in place. James, a kid from a housing project in Ohio, had a dream of not being an NBA player. I mean, maybe that was his dream but a bigger dream of being a billionaire. The NBA is his day job. Do what you need to do in order to be able to do what you want to do. Brand gym number two. May the hate of your enemies put gas in your tank. Or rather, it's okay if not everyone agrees with your decisions. Every decision James has made has been questioned or triggered controversy. He just kept working his plan, and now the picture is coming into focus. If everyone doesn't agree, you are likely doing something right. As long as you are clear on the end game, don't worry what everyone else thinks. Brand gym number three. Surround yourself with smart, talented people who you can trust. James has phenomenal friendships and partnerships with Carter, Paul, and Mims. They are also all super talented. I'm sure James has other friends and he values them, but not everyone could have played the role that these three played in building Spring Hill. So the next time you watch James play, keep in mind that this almost 40-year-old man you see going hard on the court is a billionaire who could more than afford to coast, but that is not his brand. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, this is Andrea Wade with Brand Gems. You just listened to another episode of Brand Gems. Be sure to follow so you don't miss future episodes and please share with anyone you think will find the information useful. Until next time.